Files, film buffs, nerds, television junkies, friends, family, so on and so forth. Welcome to The Party Pal, the mind-bending film and television podcast you didn't know you needed. I am uh, Michael Shields, and I am here with my co-host, Brian Saxon. What's up, Brian? What's up, man? That was a good intro. Was it all right? I didn't know you had uh, you had that prepared. Yeah, well, you know, that's not, if you don't need to stick to it every time. That's, no, it's it started off on a professional note. Fantastic. We're, I mean, it's it's, it's all going to be a work in progress. And this, I mean, this is our uh, our pilot episode, if you will. And, and um, you know, Brian and I are both, we find ourselves discussing film and television uh to to naughty hours of the night many many times and and it's it's a passion of ours. Brian's actually he's a he he works in film, um, does a lot of light design. He's a producer. Um, he's written screenplays. He's he's in the game. He's in the game. And I've I've been writing about film myself for uh, about half a decade and and writing you know kind of uh, one of the websites that I I've run across the margin. It's I I did um, one of the things that kind of propelled it to. Uh, to where it is now is um, started writing Breaking Bad uh, recaps back in the day, and we've we've been talking writing about movies all the time, and it's it's just we're way into it, and and so that's the, where this came from. Me and Brian just want to shine a light and celebrate film in the golden age of television that we live in. So just here to have some fun. Yeah, it's definitely golden. It, it might be golden. it might be hitting a, a bubble though at some point. There's just to. so much. It's overwhelming. There's there's too much and. I can't. I, I can't imagine that like the quality, yeah, is going to stay consistent. Especially as it spreads out, and so many people are seeking so much different content over so many different platforms. Right. It feels. It feels that that could happen. Right. Or is it? I mean, the, one of the things that that I question is like, will movies go to their grave eventually? Yeah. Because I would. I mean, if I looked up, uh, if I if we looked up stats. On millennials, and they're going to the movies, going yeah. to actual theaters, mm-hmm. habits, if you will. I would say that's probably dying off. Yeah, particularly outside of blockbusters, because black, you know, Marvel's still right. still a beast, and, and summer movies still do so well. But I, I would be curious to see how these blockbusters are doing, and just things are changing so fast with 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 Netflix and everything. I mean, I mean, Mudhound's a big film this uh, award season. Bound. And, Mud bound, mud bound, mud hound. hound. I did say, oh. yeah, <laughs> uh, that makes that's, sense. That's a that's a good title too. That's, exactly, that should have been. But um, you know the fact that it was available right on Netflix right away, and and, and we're seeing that some, some from time to time. It's just it's it's interesting to see the landscape as it changes um, with technology. But you know it's it's still so it's amazing what's out there, and 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 we want to uh, you know kind of do some deep dives into and stuff. Each episode will. We'll focus in on something. Uh, today we're going to focus in on Black Mirror, which we, which we, is a television show. Me and Brian both are enthusiasts of. But we'll talk films. Uh, we'll talk documentaries. Who, who, whatever. It's gonna. We're just. We're here to. Uh, we'll, we'll do a full Last Jedi. Yes, we we have a lot shitting to- on hour. <laughs> we have a lot to say about the Last Jedi. Could do two hours of that. It didn't, rock, it didn't rock our world, but we're trying to come to grips with that and. Uh, 
you know, we're trying to get to the core of what makes the art um, really excellent, or as we were just alluding to, our failure in some instances. And, and um, you know, hopefully along the way, we're going to talk to some really amazing people who work in the industry uh, and who help, um, you know, craft these stories and bring bring these amazing characters to life. So uh, let's let's get into it. You ready? Right. Yeah. Black yeah. Mirror time. Um, so Black Mirror is a great way to commence this uh, podcast. And it's, I mean, just as, as I said, we, we absolutely love love the show and it's it's it is a phenomenon it's it's great to see how it's taken off it's uh it's the british sci- science fiction anthology it was created by charlie booker um i know you i think you were one of the first ones to point this out uh what, what what's the title mean black mirror oh yeah. that's when your phone when you look at your phone when yeah. it's off it's the you, black uh, screens your, your phone staring back at you so it's a metaphor for a negative how technology negatively impacts mm-hmm. The, uh, the human race or how it's a negative reflection of yeah. yourself of yourself because it's it's I, you know it, it's not I don't think the, uh, the the series is about technology is bad no. we shouldn't we shouldn't pursue any of these technological advances but it is all about how human beings are so easily corruptible and affected by all different sorts of outside influences and I think it, it shows yeah. it shows how technology can definitely it's, can I mean, ruin a human being. No question. Or yeah, in fact, well, I guess I found this great quote. It was a show inspired by the Twilight Zone, something I love deeply. And Charlie Booker, the creator, he wanted to use Black Mirror to talk about topics related to humanity's dependence on technology, and to create stories that feature. And I'll quote Charlie right here: stories that highlight how we live now and the way we might be living in ten minutes in time if we're clumsy so like you said it just you know how how we adapt to this techno technological age we're kind of uh kind of on the cusp of or uh, in in and in i mean I, I i would say like if you went back and watched the first season it would it would already start to look dated because it's so that makes sense there because a lot i mean some of them they're going like deep into the future but mm-hmm. a lot of it is just like i feel like this is in 10 years yeah no it's it could feel almost modern yeah exactly just what could it's and that's why i like how he says in that quote 10 minutes from now yeah it's right it's like right there um i mean been, yeah you look at you look at episode three mm-hmm. of season four archangel yeah i mean that that's I mean, for those that haven't seen it and general blanketed spoiler alert like, yeah no for this, the rest this is, of the for the it, rest of this entire series yes not this episode the entire series every spoilers yeah, yeah. we're not this is not we're, we're, we're deep dives yeah. deep dive, we're going in but and, uh yeah Arch- archangel is about uh a mother who is overly possessive mm-hmm. helicopter mom if you will the yeah. ultimate helicopter mom that uh in in Puts a GPS tracking device in her yeah. child's... Well, let's, well, we should definitely go through them all. Let's go through them all one by one. But just to kind of wrap up our intro things, there's been four seasons, and uh, and then also the holiday special, right? Uh, yeah. I think they're... I think, like, on Netflix, they're kind of put grouping that in with season they, two. Because okay. that was the last... That was the last BBC yeah, so episode. what happened is this premiered on British Channel 4... Um, and there was multiple seasons in December of 2014. Netflix bought Black Mirror, and that's when it blew up. That's when everyone got a chance to go back and see the first couple seasons. Um, and it's been doing a lot. It's been doing well uh, recently, and just um, it's finally getting some notoriety from the awards. San um, Junipero, which was an episode from season three, which is highly regarded, um, did get a primetime Emmy nod for outstanding television movie. Um, the word, the word is definitely out, um, which I, I, it's, it's, it's kind of, um, wild to think about how it began because the first episode is entitled the national anthem and this episode, it is, um, about a president uh, or, or a prime minister of, uh, of Britain who was forced to have sex with a pig. Right. And that's, I mean, that's, it's, uh. It's not really, it's, and when I do recommend this to people, I am always like, I don't think you should judge the entire series on the first right. one. Because I could see but, how that could be off-putting. Well, <clears throat> I always make the argument that you don't have to watch this series in order. I okay, never yeah. watched that one first. Okay, yeah. Like, I watched 
episode three of season one first, which is the entire history of you. Yeah. Because that was the first one that a friend of mine had told me about. Do you know that was written by the um, creator of Peep Show, Jesse Armstrong? Really? Yeah, I know you like Peep Show. Peep Show's great. Yeah, we should do a Peep Show Peep episode. Show's, Peep Show's amazing. Yeah, we For those it. of you ha- that haven't seen Peep Show, it's, uh, it's, it's one, one of the funniest of, It's one of the, we- the best written comedies that I think has ever been put on TV. Yeah, I agree. People who know about Peep Show are absolutely sad. So he did write that one. But So yeah, you, you, can, you can take him out of order. Yeah, I think you can. Um, I don't know if you, if they're, you know, I don't know if they're creating them now, especially now that they're really like gaining momentum. If they're creating them so that you do watch them in order, there is because there's but, Easter eggs littered throughout that relate back to other ones and right. some things. I, right. I, I tend to do it because I, I assume that they're going for something, but I think I think you're right. I don't think it. Uh, but I would say you definitely, if you haven't seen it, you should watch them. Uh, season by season. Yes. But you don't have to... But I don't know. I mean, a lot of people are really affected by the pig-fucking one. Yeah, totally. Uh, they, do, you, do you know it's based on a, a true story? It's, I don't know if it's a true story, but it's it's a, a true, I guess, rumor, if you will. It's called Piggate. It's um, something where a story leaked out about uh, uh, the British Prime Minister, yeah. David Cameron, that he might have been initiated into some... Well, he, he fucked a pig's head. Did he? Yeah, he put his, mouth. I think yeah. they wanted him to put in his a, in a into a mouth. Okay, but I, but I heard that. But that came out after. Okay, that came. I thought it was I remember when that came game. out in the news, okay. and that came out after Black Mirror. I I'm could be wrong. To, I'm curious to look that up. Sure. Yeah, I, I, I knew there was some sort of correlation with Piggate, but but I wonder if I wonder if they. I mean, maybe that was like a, you know, like everyone apparently like knew that. Louis C.K. was jerking off in front of women. Like, maybe this is, like, a similar thing. Oh, yeah, thing. yeah. And like, certain circles... Yeah, that was kind of circulating around. You hear about... Because why wouldn't it? Yeah. There, how many totally. guys... If he did that, how many guys did he do it in front of, like, yeah. in his fraternity? Yeah, absolutely. No, I mean, that, that's... It could... I mean, I'm buying it. Um, I, we're just saying that he fucked a pig's head. Yeah, that, no, like, that's, that, that, that's, that's... That definitely happened. According to Welcome to the Party, pal, that is fact. Yeah. And we're, we're, we're standing by that. Um... Entire history of you was one that really got me in. What I think that was like the third episode. It actually has been optioned by Robert Downey Jr. and his production company. I didn't even know he had one uh, for maybe to become a film to be released by Warner Brothers. Really, which is interesting. It's it's got the whole memory playback thing. I think the themes and ideas that are in that one are really defining of um, Black Mirror to me. And there's other episodes that kind of feel inspired by it. With, right. Uh, the, the memory playback in your mind and, and, and you know, yeah, the technology being placed that actually, you know, allows different things to happen with, you know, allows different functions of your brain. and Well, well it's kind of funny because we're already doing that with our phones. Yeah. We're creating memories with our phones. We're saving them. Then we're putting them online. And then once they're online, oh, yeah. they they live there. Yeah, um, that is the sort of memory playback. That, that was it's the start. Of. It's the start of it. Yeah, and it, it's it's interesting in uh, entire history of you. There's like the scene where that they're at the dinner table, and there's the young girl that's talking about how she was mugged and she had it stolen from her. She she had they the stole chip, memory. Stole the, they, they stole the memory. Oh, they chip. actually cut out the chip. Like, yeah, because the, the end closes. And she was just like out. some rich, you know, yeah. billionaire was just wanking off to my to my memories, um, but. When she says, when they're like, when everyone at the table is just like, oh, you don't, she's like, I don't have one. Yeah. And everyone's face is like, you they're don't like, have yeah. one. That's how people react now. If you learn that someone didn't have a cell phone. Totally. I still know. I still. Do you know, I mean, yeah. How, now, how I, would you know that? Who, who, who are uh, My, um, an old, uh, math teacher of mine from, okay. from high school. He holds he it down. does not, he does not have a phone. It's mm. not even like, you know, like even people that own flip phones yeah. still are weird. You're like. Come on, yeah, man. Get get into why it. Why would you torture yourself? I don't know. <laughs> but it's weird that like we've become like that. Totally. Um, that it's odd not to that have it's that odd not to have a phone. Luxury. So it's not that crazy that twenty years from now, ten years from now. Yeah, certain other technology takes that mantle from yeah. that, that, that that is odd. Because um, we haven't we haven't yet started placing these in us. These technologies in us. in us. And that's going to be the huge jump. Yeah. Like that's what Archangel is about. That's what entire yeah. history of you. That's what playtest is about. They're all about taking it's uh it's doing the next step of wearable technology yeah. into an integrated technology that's yeah. that's that's living 
in your body. What about like heart monitors and and things like? I mean, yeah, yeah. I guess that's different. This is we're, this is talking more brain activity. There's there's there are things that are put in the body, but we haven't gone that way with things that could alter your uh, the the you know that are messing with the brain. So right. Much. It's, I we mean, do, we believe big pharma does that now. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. All, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, well, but you, I mean, you believe that will happen. I'm, yeah, and that's 100%. what that's what makes the show so intense in my mind. It just it's it's. It just looks at really what could happen, and it feels so real in a way. And it's it's it acts as a warning. Uh, some of it's exciting. I, I mean, think it. I mean, yeah, I think it's terrifying. I think it's. It I think. I think they're terrifying. Um, I think it's meant to to kind of wake up people to the that to what could happen. Yeah, in some ways, for sure. Um, yeah. No, I, I, it's, it's, it, that's why it's deep. It, there's a lot, every single episode, and I think that's why we're leading for it, we're definitely affected by it, they, they give you so much to chew on. I, I really, I'm left thinking about ones from episodes a while ago. There's ones, and we're going to get into talking about this, where people are trapped in um, forever. Their consciousness, their, their waking consciousness yeah, that's is it, trapped in the, white, in the White Christmas special. Yeah, that's one of them. Yeah. There's, uh, there's well, that's in the newest... In, Callister happens to him in the end. Doesn't he get... And in, uh, and in Black Museum. And in, yes, which Black is Museum, the, yeah, same thing. Yeah. And, uh, I think that's one of the most terrifying things. It's fucked up. It's very fucked up. It's fucked up. up. Um, hey... I say we just get into it. Let's 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 talk about season uh, season four. Okay. Let's do a deep dive. And I just mentioned Callister. Uh, USS Callister is episode one. Um, it is written by uh, series creator Charlie Booker. Uh, I think he yeah he wrote every episode this season. Um, there's a couple caveats for that. We'll talk about poor man's Matt Damon. Poor man. Does he look like him? What the uh, who's the main guy from uh, Fargo? Oh, okay, that's oh, well, that's that's I talked about the writer. Yeah, the yeah, cast. Yeah. Yes, Jesse. No, I jumped Clemens. ahead. I jumped Absolutely. ahead. Absolutely, poor man's Matt Damon. Yeah, so the director is Todd Haynes. He's worked on like Doctor Who, Sherlock, Being Human. There's a lot of uh, you know BBC British shows. The cast is Jesse Plemons, uh, who Brian is referring to as the poor man's. Uh, he's a phenomenal Damon. actor too. He is I'm good. not taking that away from him. I uh. I think it's amazing to think he plays Cop- Captain Robert Daly in this. Uh, it's crazy to think about his career he's having. I mean, I was Friday Night Lights fans. He was Landry. Just television. He was on Friday Night Lights. He was on Fargo and Breaking Bad, two shows I love. In films, he was in The Master, Bridge of Spies, American Made, The Post, The Irishman. That's the Scorsese one coming up. I mean, these are yeah. big films. He's, his career is... Yeah. That, he doesn't even. He, he does seems it. under unassuming to have this type of career. It's remarkable, really. Uh, yeah, he, I think. Well, he's definitely a character actor too. Yeah, yep, totally. for sure. He's yep. got a lot of range. It's not. Yeah, the yeah. There's a lot of nuance in his face and, and the way he plays things. He's, he could be creepy as fuck. He could be boy next door. Yeah, he's got a lot of. I mean, think how fucking creepy and boy next door Todd was from Breaking Bad. He seemed right. like a regular dude, and he just put, puts a bullet in a kid. We don't give a fuck about spoilers. Right. (laughs) Um, Jimmy Simpson was in it. He's in Westworld. Um, The main character is pretty much Christine Malati. I think it's Kristen. She was was the wife in Wolf of Wall Street. Was she? Yes. She she was. And I saw her her off-Broadway in David Bowie's last play, Lazarus. I want to see Lazarus. She played that with... uh, She was in it? Yeah, she was in that with uh, Michael C. Hall from... uh, What a cool cast. Six Feet Under and Dexter. Yeah, and then... uh, uh, Mikla Cole was another one. She was, she was kind of like the Lieutenant Aurora uh, character. Um, okay. Um, and so yeah, it it was it was a cool episode. I liked it a lot. I really did. I, uh, I'm you know I'm a Star Trek fan. Some of the references and aesthetic really, really got me. Um, you know, kind of got that nerdy side of me off. But they put uh, some money into that episode. They did. They yeah, really I think did. that's. I mean, I'd have to look it up, but I, I would guess that that's like the most that they've dumped into it. That sounds. It seems right, and visually it, speaking. And it's weird because I remember because it's when you watch. A, I'm a huge fan of trailers. I'm a huge fan of watching trailers the second they come out. Yeah. I rewatch them, rewatch them, rewatch them. I get super amped up from yeah. them. Uh, like the black like the Black itself. Mirror trailers for the seasons are really hard to break down because you don't know what is going on in any it's tough to like tell a storyline of six different storylines so a lot of the time it's just showing different clips yep. you can kind of like oh that one looks dope like yeah, what's going on there yeah you excited about the variety too. the USS Callister uh, 
shots in the in the trailer, you're just like, wait, what but are they why doing? Are they this doing one, a, this like one a seems Star Trek. This like, one seems fucking weird. Yeah. And they threw it out first, and I didn't watch it first. Mm-hmm. And I had heard, like, as soon as Black Mirror dropped, like, the first uh, kind of initial response I was hearing from friends and colleagues was, like, USS Callister is dope. And I think it was a calculated move on their part to drop that one first. It kind of is like, they're also, with that one, they're taking, they're definitely kind of taking notes from the response that they got from San Junipero. Yes. Which is, we can't make all of these morbid. Mm -hmm. Um... So we, they did it twice in this season with that and Hang the DJ. Yep. Yeah. But I think with yeah, the USS I, Callister, it's like, it's still fucked up. It's yep. still super dark and totally. twisted. But there are good guys and there's a definite, like, villain. Yep. And you want to see the good guys win. And there's, and a, there's a happy ending. There's a happy yeah. ending, for I sure. I really yeah, didn't yeah, expect yeah. it to go well, which highlights the trauma that um, often black episodes have, have put me through. I mean, like, I just, I'm like, when does this go bad? When does this go dark? Right. Um, so, yeah, it, 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 there's times when it's campy, um, it, but it, it goes dark as dark as can be. It's, it's, I mean, what I really thought was great is um, Robert, who is, who is Captain Robert Daly, Jesse Plemons, he, uh, he, he, he sympathized with him right off the bat. Right. He's like this, they're, they're shitting on him at work. He's, He's uh, he's having a tough time. You can tell he doesn't do well with the ladies, and just you know, it just you start sympathizing with him, and and it's 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 intense how how things turn, and you find out just just how maniacal he is to put these people in these situations where they are stuck, uh, kind of being his his toys, his slaves. Well, this is, this is the thing with uh with social misfits. Yes. It's always, you know, the kid that shoots up the school, yep. the guy that goes on a rampage at the mall. Yeah. It's always interviews with people afterwards that they're like, he I, he was the most unassuming guy. I never would have expected that. Yeah, of course not. Like, yeah. of course you don't expect it. But this, you can't, a person does not walk around putting, like, I mean, maybe extreme extroverts do. Yeah. But an introverted person is not putting out their psychoses and their... Their jealousy and the yeah. you know their fears and their no, awkwardness. It, sure, it skewers the like kind of the the white misogynist, and it does it kind yeah. of points out the ills of like uh, nerd culture in ways. I mean, I was I do personally fear, and, and, and what you just said alluded to this that kids ostracized and who are outcast uh, will take their frustration out. Um, you know, beyond just the gun situation that we see a lot today, but online. So and the damage have, they can do online. So have you have you ever have you ever heard of the um uh the game World of Warcraft? Yes, I have. Which um is a mass is a, like, yeah, yeah, never, it's an MM never, it, it's an MMO. It's an MMO, so for people that don't play video games that means massive multiplayer online. I don't play it. Um, but it's like one of those games that like you could get completely lost in the universe of. And apparent I was reading this article like a couple months ago and apparently there is a house in World of Warcraft class that is generally like kind of known within that community as like a rape house where People go there, Fucking like, you hell. go and you go into the house, and, like, your avatars, like, if it's a woman that goes into the house, like, they are assaulted sexually. Do However, they know going in? I don't know. No, I mean, I, I, I don't think, like, I don't think, like, people, I mean, people just come across it yeah. and go in, and, and then, <laughs> I, I'd have to, like, read the article, Absolutely. but it's just, but like, it, it's, it like, it's, like, wow. it's, yeah, it's, like, men harassing women in a virtual forum which it can still be fucking damaging to like no a fourteen year old girl yeah. playing this shit, and then she comes in there, and there's like these fucking freaks online that are that are you know talking Absolutely. shit and you know just assaulting it. It's it's super weird, but that disgusting. is that is That's, and yeah. that, and um, what was the thing with uh, GamerGate? Yeah, where it's a uh, you know story a couple of years ago just about how the video game industry is super male oriented uh a lot of misogyny in it women are not getting their yeah. their say yeah. i think that i think uss Galster speaks to a lot that, of that absolutely it does discuss it yeah no, i mean we i know once westworld comes back we'll discuss westworld but that uh, another thing just people uh taking out their sick perverted fantasies on 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 in that case uh what are robots and 
It's just, it's, it's, you know, these can be amazing outlets for connectivity and bring us together. And they could also, you know, this technology could be places where people do some really messed up things. So this, uh, this definitely gets, well, you know, it's fun. You got to see some Easter eggs in this episode. Um, uh, the logo, logo TCKR appeared on the technology that, um, transports users into the infinity game. Uh, and that was seen in San Junipero. They do that a lot. The technology, the, the companies, right. they're like mixed up. Yeah. So like a lot of technology is actually being produced at a similar place. Um, and I think it's a TCKR from what I could read. I like how they're creating like a whole universe. They are. And that's why things are so different. And I love the uniqueness of things, but I think they're trying, um, to really keep, you know, kind of keep it together in a way that's, that's. That's very compelling, and, 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 you know, it probably takes a lot of work with how different these are. Um, how about that? when they threw that kid out the shaft? They, they created his son? To, right. Oh, that was, I mean, that was... Well, and that's weird, too, because it's not his real son. Like, even he, even his subconscious he in knew, the game yeah. knows that it's not his real son. But he knows it's a real boy. He, cre- he was feeling the feelings right, that he right. had, so he knew the boy was going to go through those feelings mm-hmm. of fear and dying and... That was a lot for him to take. Uh, yeah, that is one thing that, that's unique to think about. It's how real they were, how, you know, they weren't real, but they actually, they maintained, the, uh, like, basically everything, you know, all the memories, all the thoughts, right. all the feelings that the real person had. So they yeah. were real, in a way. I mean, by that rationale, like, the games that we play now, are that, how advanced is the artificial intelligence mm. in those games that those... Those sentient beings that we're creating and then we're playing and we're controlling, yeah. at what point do they start, like, experiencing the feelings that they're playing yeah. out? Are they experiencing those feelings? Yeah. Because, West, I mean, you like you look at Westworld, Westworld is a game. Yep. How is that any different from playing yeah. a game like Red Dead Redemption, where you're just in the Old West mm-hmm. riding around on horse and you can do anything yeah, you want? Yeah, you think, is there a point where there is any sort of uh, awakening? There or, or or cognizance or conscience or whatever. Fuck. Episode two. Want to keep? Want to get going? We can yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously do uh, a, a, an episode. That's, so that's. Our- I, I'm definitely not like steering this. So <laughs> you, yeah, because I'll I'll, I'll, I'll I'll keep delving uh, episode into weirdness. Two is Archangels written by Charlie Booker again? Uh, it was directed by Jodie Foster, and yes, that Jodie Foster. Um, she has directed. She's not just a great actor. She's Little Man Tate. She has done Little Man Tate was one. I saw that in theaters when that came out. She was. Uh, is, that, is that good? I, I, it's I, been a long time. I don't remember. It's been a long time. Uh, I don't. I'm. I maybe. So another. Film. Maybe if you watch it now, yeah. Yeah. Her kid, like her kids, like a did, savant. Notab- notably, she did The Beaver, and that was real. Um, uh, uh, kind of created buzz because that was the, one of the first films Mel Gibson did after his anti-Semitic tirade. Um, she did a movie called Home for the Holidays that had Robert Downey Jr. and some other great actors in it. I don't know if that's good or not. Uh, she's host, she's she's has done television though. She did an episode of House of Cards and two episodes of Orange Is the New Black, and I guess that's how she got this role um, from uh, doing those. And there was some connection made there. But she's the first episode. Uh, this is the first episode directed by a woman of Black Mirror. Really? It was. I was wow. surprised to see that because there is. Damn. It seems like there's a feminine touch to something, so that's good to read. But it's about, um, and, and Brian did discuss this in, in the intro. It's 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 a mother who's kind of like a, a helicopter mother. There's there's um, it's the whole episode is about the condemnation of the ill side effects of helicopter parenting, and uh, it's 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 a unique one. I've I've heard. I, what did what did you think? Of the I, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, good. Uh, if not I, my I favorite, I thought it was great too. Um, it's it's the most like Black Mirror-y Black Mirror okay. of this season. I yeah. think like it's the most straightforward. As soon as it starts, you know, like you kind of know what's going to happen, yeah. and you kind of know that it's going to be bad, yeah. but you don't really know what's going to happen. You Definitely. just have in your mind that there's nothing good that is going to go down. That this woman is going to do going down this route, but yeah, the mother. Yeah, it's it's super scary. Like it, it, I mean, this. So for those that haven't seen it, basically, this woman inserts a GPS tracking device in her child's brain, and it also gives access to what your child sees. And it's an also it's also a uh, 
like a behavioral response inhibitor. Mm-hmm. So if you're seeing something that that uh, affects you and you're – what, what, what are the levels? It's not serotonin. But they're saying like when their so-and-so levels jump, mm-hmm. it'll cause your vision to kind of blur out whatever is bothering you. So if it's a barking dog or if it's something with blood. Some sort of violence, anything like any sort of uh – R-rated websites, it would just blur out. Yeah. It just so it wouldn't affect it. It's sheltering you. I mean, yeah. this is, I mean, this is an episode that delves into the dangers of over-sheltering a child and, and just... Uh, and Yeah, and it's, I mean, you're kind of watching it and you're like, well, this is, you see the child kind of progress and you see her as she's just so numb to the world yep. because she's anything that affects her that can scare her or upset her, she blocks it out with this technology. Yeah. I mean, that's, like, basically what we're fucking doing to kids with yeah. pharmaceuticals. Yeah. It, no, it, there's, I mean, there's a lot of people that, uh, that you know, I did mention the dangers of oversheltering and just, like, you know, they can't see that, they can't face that when, you know, so often if you were to describe something and, you know, make the effort to try to explain or, or, or use, use a situation as a learning tool, you could probably get so much better than than just saying like don't look away right you know i mean it's 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 really it's but but you understand you want to you want to coddle your kid you want to give them innocence as long as possible right is that the right thing no i don't i don't i mean the answer is definitely not necessarily yes by any means and and this is kind of like you know showing the harm in that in a lot of ways right well and it's also the idea that you could control how much pain your child goes through yeah which that's a fucked up thing because then like when she does go through real pain, how is she going to experience How's it if you're like curtailing it at every totally. step of the way, yeah. which is what parents do now. I mean, human beings love to do that yeah. shit. They love to like they, human beings don't want to be uncomfortable. They don't want to feel any like discomfort or pain yeah. whatsoever. And I'm, but this is like what no, this, is, this is the human experience. Whatever you need happened to, feel to uh, whatever doesn't kill us makes us stronger. You know what I kept thinking of, and it's kind of like a weird comparison, but, uh, you know, the kid, and I saw this, and I bet you came across it, that didn't drink or, like, did, wasn't exposed to drugs or alcohol before college. And then, you yeah. know, the parents, you know, like, they drop him off at school, and that person does not know how to act. You know, right. they go out and drink and maybe get, like, Incredibly say something happened like Cat- Catholic schoolgirl shit. You yeah. know, you take a well, girl. Catholic schoolgirls. Yeah. I have to grow up with those. They 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 yeah. a party. But yeah, um, well, that's no, that's the point. You try and like curb that. It's okay. Um, yeah, absolutely. And you see what happens. Right. You see what happens. Um, I also thought it was interesting that in that way, as trying to coddle and shelter them, Marie wanted all she wanted to do was protect her daughter. Right. And just and just and and and, and instead. She pushed her away, right. leaving her, you know, even more vulnerable. She's not there to help in any way. So it's kind of, kind of what she did was kind of a self, you know, professing prophecy in some ways that, you know, she, uh, go on. Also, uh, one of the one of the things that they they kind of touch base on um, is the idea that the idea that you can that you can watch your your kids' movements at any time. Which oh, you're already seeing, not, not just tracking them, but seeing. Oh, actually, see, yes. Yeah, so, so surveillance. Well, surveillance that's, that's on your children. Which, seeing them having sex. Yeah. I mean, do you, do you know people? Because no, I know I people that, that have cameras, like, in their house and can watch their kids. Like, my one friend, he. Oh, when my, when, he's when my daughter came, was a, a newborn, I had a camera in her room where I could watch her on my that's phone. That's different. Okay, that's I different. agree. No, I agree. No, no, no. I, do, I, I no, don't feel I'm bad saying, about like, that. I, I have a friend of mine. Um, I was on vacation with him, and he like brought it, broke out his phone, and he was just watching like his his parents in his house, like with his kid. And I'm just like, you just have like you just have full on surveillance, you just straight on spy cam. Yeah, yeah. I, it's just like, it's I, like I, it's, it's I mean, like I, the uh, what's the um, what do I think the, the the guy from Punisher, uh, right? Uh, yeah, how much trouble did he get in? Once his wife uh, found that, uh, out. yeah, exactly. like, wait, you've been watching. <laughs> you've, been, you, you, you've been sitting there the whole time, not even approaching us. So yeah, it, I mean, I I love that you called it maybe your favorite of the season because I saw. So there's a lot of you know they discuss family bonds a lot, and, and um, I I saw some bullshit critique. You know, it was a Lifetime movie or something. They were they were they were kind of like upset that they were dissecting so so intimately, and I think that's why they wanted a woman. Um, 
uh, director was so important in this way. I mean, it was about a mother and a daughter, and and I think I think they nailed it. Yeah. And, uh, I, well, a lot of it's funny because I hadn't seen any hate come out for this show until this season. Yep. And I just Me think need, that's a reaction to, to how that blow up to how popular Absolutely. it's getting. It's it's I same thing. There was honestly not honestly fuck anyone that doesn't like this just, show. Just enjoy it. I this think show they, it's is over analyzed so now. People love to do the. Uh, just you know, like they have the hot take to have the other side of things, yeah. and just this is this seems to be one just to enjoy and learn. It's 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 great. Well, isn't it all shit just to enjoy? I, sure, I mean the stuff that, like isn't <laughs> like well, really the, important. The, 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 the uh, we all, like the people last st- Jedi was to enjoy. Yeah, <laughs> that fired us up. Um, episode three is entitled Crocodile, again written by Charlie Booker. The director uh, here is John Hilko. Um, he, uh, he directed, uh, The Road, the film The Road. Oh, really? well shot. The, uh, Lawless. Road's good. Yeah, Road's good. Road's good. Road road was cool. Um. Road's fucked up. Yeah, Road is fucked up. That's, I don't even know, like, cause that, I actually, someone told told me one time, read the book, I love Cormac McCarthy, I've read, you know, Blood Meridian is my favorite, one of my favorite books, I just fucking go nuts for that. But I didn't read The Road at that point, and they're just like, it's great. It's about a father, like, damn, it's been, like, feel good. And I'm reading it, I'm like, this is so dark, and, like, it messed me up. But um, it's it's cool, man. And and Lawless was another one he did. Um, I saw Lawless. I, uh, is I, that the one with Shia LaBeouf? It's, it, the cast is ridiculous. It's Tom Hardy, Tom Shia Hardy, LaBeouf, yeah. Gary Oldman, Jessica Chastain, Mia, Mia Wiskowski, I know we say that wrong. Jason Clark, Guy Pierce. Yeah, uh, I think I had I liked it. I liked I, it. I, I think I had two high. I hate Shia LaBeouf, but I like it. Yeah, it was good. You know what? The screenplay is by Nick Cave, who I'm a huge fan of. He's a, he's a musician, a singer. Yeah, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, that's weird. Um, they've worked together multiple times, John Hillcoat and him. But uh, this one, and you know, I, I guess we could go through and say what they're all about. But, I mean, I'm assuming most people who are here with us now know what it's about. And the brass tacks in here is she killed the fucking baby. She killed the baby. She killed the baby, man. she didn't need to kill. <laughs> she didn't need to kill. She didn't, that's a lot of people, a lot of discussion was about did she or did she not need to kill. But I guess this was about um, uh, it, it, desperation, just the levels mm. that desperation can take us. I, I think desperation at first and then... Uh, there was escalation. And then what... Um, yeah, so it is. Uh, I think it's about because we. When I was watching it, I was watching it with my girlfriend, and she like it, she didn't like hate this episode, but she was so uncomfortable during this whole episode. Yeah. And as it keeps progressing and progressing and progressing, at one point she's just like, "Why does she keep doing this?" I'm like, Be- "Because this is her survival. Definitely, this is like the lengths to what you will go yep. to succeed and to protect like what is yours." So. Desperation when she was a young kid, you know, just partying and taking ecstasy at a club, and then like when she accidentally hits a guy, yeah, that was desperation of not going to jail. Yeah, but protecting what's hers mm-hmm. once she's a successful yeah. entrepreneur, once she has a family, once she has children, yeah. like how long, how low, how low, and how dark will you get it to protect you'll what's kill, yours? You'll kill a fucking baby. You'll kill a baby. Yeah. <laughs> No, it uh, it was it was intense watching you know walking with her through the whole thing and and just just how intense uh, uh, you know, the recall device that they were using the the um, insurance claims adjuster yeah. that was she, was she uh, yeah basically. that's intense I mean all I can think about that comes into uh, no one's getting away with anything right she was able to it was fun watching her track. Through you know just views of people yeah. and getting other suspects, and it was re- it was really cool. Like the um, the guy that she did before her, when he was just like he was watching, was he watching people have sex? Oh yeah, he's watching people have he sex. He thought they were gonna get and him. She, he was he didn't want to do it. She's just like just no, doesn't like, matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. That kind of sets up, uh-huh. you know, the conversation that she has with the the main character. Yeah. Absolutely. That scene's really good. Like, I love how she goes into the bathroom beforehand and she's kind of, like, doing her, like, Tilda Swinton and Michael Clayton yes, thing where yes, she's, yes. you know, like, practicing out her speech yep. as, like, a, you know, formidable businesswoman. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and then and then that, uh, and from there it just gets, like, completely Absolutely. fucked up. Yeah, definitely. When she takes her in the shed and there yeah. and out. Um, uh, a thing that I really uh, appreciated. Man, I gotta those. watch this shit again. 
Yeah, no, right? It's great. <laughs> I've only seen that episode once. Um, is uh, I love the cinematography, this the Icelandic location that they used. It was uh, yeah. It was it was great to see those sweeping shots of uh, there from the beginning with the car ride. I want to go to the club. That club was banging. <laughs> that club yeah, was, that club was rocking. The um, yeah, all, this whole this whole season has a bunch of different locations. Yeah. I mean, they shoot in the, the states. I'm assuming for Black Museum. It, it was shot part in Nevada, and then there's a, a part where it was shot overseas too. So I think the so they shot in Iceland. They shot in London. Yeah. I mean, the uh, all of USS Callister must have been shot on a stage. Yeah, that's pretty much yeah. all interiors. Yeah. Oh, except for the uh, the exterior scenes, like when they're on that desert planet. Oh yeah, yeah. I wonder if they shot that in the... It did look... I mean, because it was so stylized that it could definitely yeah. be an interior location, too. It's, it's uh, Yeah, look that up while I'll, I'll, I'll continue this. What, what what it did remind me of, and, and, and I mentioned earlier how it's kind of Twilight Zone-inspired, I don't know the episode of Twilight Zone that it is, but there was one that affected me. I remember seeing it as a child, actually, where uh, a woman was sexually assaulted, and her husband's... He's fucking pissed, and, and uh, he... He wants to do something about it, and so they drive around together. And the woman is so affected mentally that she keeps seeing the guy. So she sees she sees someone, and she goes, yeah, that's him. So the husband, he gets out there, and it's so hard for him to kill the first one, but he, he kills the guy. And then she's driving, they're driving, and all of a sudden she's like, no, no, that's that's him. And, 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 and he's like, you better be right this time. And, like, he ends up killing them. Oh, really? And it escalates and escalates. Same thing. And, like, in this one felt like just the yeah. lengths. And after a while, you're killing to mask the other killing. Right. And the whole thing just has jumbled. And I kept thinking of that during this episode. It was go The name, Crocodile. Yeah, what is that? The only thing I thought of was Crocodile Tears. And, and, and like, you know, that's the kind of the false display of emotion uh, I don't know if that relates well enough, and that's something. If any, what does crocodile tears mean? Uh, it's 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 kind of when you do crocodile tears, your 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 tears aren't real. You're 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 putting out a false display of emotion. It's kind of like a cold a coldness to it. Um, I don't know if that's it. It, it, it. One thing we have a I gotta look it up. And I'll, we have an email. The, cr- the love- phrase cro- "crocodile tears" refers to tears or expressions of sorrow, sorrow that are insincere. Insincere. And while Mia, who has a husband and a son and a successful career, initially appears to be more grief stricken, stricken, vulnerable, and emotional than Rob, we discover that in fact she's capable of far more cold blooded violence than him. Uh, so crocodile, okay. cro- you were right. Yeah, like okay, a cool. like a crocodile, Mia is cold blooded and thick skinned. Got it. Like a crocodile waiting quietly for its prey. Hey, uh, just to shout out to the listeners, and I'll be doing this uh, more and more because I we would we want to open the door. Sorry about that. Yeah, uh, sorry, we want to open up a... the door to feedback. If any of you guys had any questions you want to ask us, if you had any any episodes, anything you wanted us to discuss, if you think some of what we're saying is bullshit and you want to set us right. Um, we have an email. It's welcome to the party pal podcast at gmail.com. Just all in a row, lowercase. Welcome to the party pal podcast at gmail.com. Holler at us. Let us know what we're doing good, bad, whatever. Uh, I just want to put that out there. Yeah, I'm before. sure we'll get an Instagram and Twitter and yeah, the all whole that thing. shit. Soon. Absolutely. We, we do have a Twitter. I forget what it is now as well. But uh, episode four is entitled Hang the DJ. It's written by Charlie Booker, once again, the creator. Uh, it's directed by Tim Van Patten. This is a name I'm very familiar with. Uh, Boardwalk, right? Yeah, he's a, boy, he's, boy, he's a big HBO guy, which was cool to see them uh, bring him here. Because he's, yeah, he did. He was the EP of Boardwalk Empire, directed a bunch of that. So he worked on Deadwood, worked on Sopranos, Game of Thrones, The Pacific, The Wire. Uh, That's, uh... The Game of Thrones ones he did were, check this. I bet you don't know this. I didn't know this when I looked it up. I was like, oh, what episodes did he do? One and two. Winter's Coming, the first one ever, and the second one. They went to Tim Van Patten. Wow. Winter's Coming and King's Road, which I thought that was remarkable. It just showed us how much, you know, he's He in. did Pacific, too, he huh? He did the Pacific. What episode of Pacific? I don't yeah. know. I wrote down... Holy shit. Uh, nope, I didn't, I didn't write that down. That's be worth looking up. But, I'm surprised uh, how many um, people haven't seen... As, like, more time passes between Band of Brothers and now. Yeah. I'm surprised at how many people haven't seen those series. Like, as more and more time. Oh, it's one that kind of gets, like, 
like it kind of almost gets lost. Yeah, people. It's say, not like Sopranos or something. Yeah, or, Wire or, or the Wire. Yeah. Like people, like even as as people that didn't grow up yeah. when that came out or were too young. Definitely. I feel like people are missing something. I, it, truly, it, truly, like some it, of the best filmmaking. Best ever. filmmaking, important, inspiring. I mean, Pacific's pretty dark, heartful, right. and so are so are some episodes of uh, of um, Band of Brothers. But Band of Brothers, man, that is beautiful. It's I mean, Lieutenant Winters is my favorite character slash real person ever on a screen. Maybe uh, it's it is it's so trying. I do I get upset and I'm like, yo, you haven't seen. I yeah. I get that I'm that guy when you haven't seen Band of Brothers. It's it's upsetting to me. So this one is, um, it's it's kind of a, it's 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 about romance a little bit. It's about love. It's uh, Amy's played by Georgina Campbell. She's a she's a she's a well known British actress. She's won a BAFTA for best actress for a, a show or a movie. I'm not <laughs> sure. I haven't seen it. Called Murdered by My Boyfriend. Frank uh, is played by Joe Cole, <coughs> who. Um, I'm way into Peaky Blinders, so any Peaky Blinders. Uh, oh, fans, that's where I know him yeah, from. Yeah, he's, 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 he's John Shelby. He's one of the uh, brothers. So that's where he's from. Yeah, no, he's. I think a lot yeah. of people, when they started watching that episode, they're like, I know that kid. Dude, but he's so nice and sweet in Black Mirror. And, yeah, he's nice, and he's a Shelby and brother. Peaky, so he's, Peaky he, Blinders, nobody's nice and sweet no, anywhere in that no, show. No, no, yeah. Even though they're endearing, they're not yeah, nice. Uh, so, it, I mean, I guess it, it all comes down to we were basically inside a dating app the whole time. That's, right. I mean, that's the crux of it, right? Yeah. Kind of the inner workers. Uh, uh, and I'd like to say this, too. Just fuck Nicola and Lenny. The second ones they both hook up with, they're so hateable. She's uh, the one... The one who... Just kind of, like, looks away. She's always complaining. And, he's and the like, one that's, like, who, like, takes a breath in every time he drinks a glass of water. Does she? Well, so the guy that she oh the one oh, like you talking about him yeah yes yeah yeah he's he's like the arrogant kind of like right. way too cocksure type guy but but they nail the uh, the thing about relationships where there's like a thing that oh, somebody will do and that yes, just, it's so noticeable I was lost for a second. yep exactly yeah and that's when you know you're like really not. You're falling out of love when you're like picking apart right. some things. Like no, that. but I don't think that's like falling out of love. I think that's a that's just a natural human response. Because think about having a fucking roommate. Like, yeah, yeah, true, true. It, yeah. It's the same thing. Like, you live. You. you I live guess what I was saying quarters. with that is, I mean, when you're like blinded by true love, you're not thinking about everything they do. No, 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 no. So it's like you know. So maybe I'm saying it. That, I'm not saying you're not in love. Right. But like the, 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 that true love blinding effect. You're starting to look at like that's post honeymoon. Yeah, yeah. Post honeymoon yes. relationship. Yep. Uh, so this was this was a hopeful episode. Ultimately, another one of these ones that uh, like San Junipero or you know USS Callister played out well. Now wait, of, let me ask you this. You know yeah. what I didn't under, uh, what? Um, so when they meet each other, yes, in real life at the end, do they like they don't know anything? They're just seeing each other for the first time, right? Uh, yeah, I believe. So. I believe like, we we don't know if it's gonna work out. We just know that they. They became a match there. We got to see, you know, some of the good times. You can assume optimism. Right. But no, you don't know. You don't they're, know. They're yeah, just, they're like just coming upon each other. First, I kind of was just like, oh, they they kind of know what's going on because, cause it, again, I thought it was like, you're almost like tied into the subconscious thing. Is it like they're subconscious? Yeah. Is it some sort of like a... Yeah, I, was, I think I was putting more to it yeah, as well. Yeah, but it's not. Yeah, no, it's no, just it's, an algorithm. It's, it's just an algorithm, exactly. But it's, it's just like, like you know, you were just describing um, Archangel as classic uh, Black Mirror. I believe this one is too, it, it, meaning it plays with the idea of complicated human relationships becoming even more complicated with advances in t- technology. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was a fun one. Uh, you know, I, 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 I like the idea like that towards the end that like true love was kind of a rebellion they're kind of like fuck everyone we can do this together and right i thought that was really cool um i don't know it it it, it was it was a fun one um yeah i thought it was good you yeah. need those breaks i mean yeah, yeah it, it, it felt well said it felt like a breather well that's what i mean san junipero Same was thing. that like because i watched you know what season three i did watch in order yep and season three it goes from playtest which is the which is the fucked up like horror 
game yeah, game testing one, and then show, yeah. the next one after that is uh, Shut Up and Dance, yeah. where the hackers are basically oh yeah, an- like uh, blackmailing, yeah, yeah, blackmailing people for what they're doing in their private lives, and then it turns out that the people they're doing it to are like child molesters. Yeah. So that that one's super fucked up, and I remember watching. I watched both of those in a row. I'm pretty sure I was stoned, and uh, I stood up and I was like, "I can't do it! I can't do another one! I can't! I can't do it!" And the next one was San Junipero, which is just like a a, a ray of sunshine. It's gorgeous. So I think hang the DJs like that. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think you need. I think they're figuring out that like, oh, we don't need to be like so fucked up all the Absolutely. time. But I don't ever want them to lose that. Fucked upness. Yeah, I don't. And I that, don't think I don't think we have to worry about that. They they right. they bring it home. And I mean the excuse me. The next one we lead into is Metalhead, so it's fucked up. But yeah, this I one, guess this one's one I, of my I'd like to know yeah. one more thing. Um, the score is by Alex Summers, who um, works with Sugar Ra a lot, uh, a great band, and they use two songs by them in the episode. One is called Ma- Match, and one is called And. You can find those online now so that i love i love how they incorporated them into the score um i guess to uh, uh to sum up episode four the the moral could also be as opposed to milk uh don't do not check the expiration date when it comes to dating every time they were doing that i'm like don't fucking don't look at that thing <laughs> don't look at that thing i mean do you really that's another thing that that you know it, it, these episodes make you think of so many things would you want to know? That is something that came up many times in the thing. Right. Would you want to know the future? Yeah. That? And that's, I mean, the harm of that and just how intense that is. So. Yeah, I'm good on that. Good as well. Episode five, Metalhead. This one was a banger, I thought. Um, yeah. uh, it, again, written by Charlie Booker, directed by David Slade. Uh, he's worked on Breaking Bad. Episode. He's an actor, too. I've told him some God, things. I saw some people talking shit on this one online, too. Did they? Yeah. I did, too. I'm going to bring that criticism like, up in a minute. I uh. did see something. Um, the uh, the cast is basically Maxine... Uh, I think it's Maxine Peak. Um, Great. She's, a, she's an accomplished British stage and television actor. She was awesome. Yeah. And you're pretty much with her... The whole time as she's as she runs from these vicious robo guard dogs and uh and it's just it's those things those things were really, really intense. So I, I know you love this one. What'd you love about this one? Um this was the one that I was pumped about the most. I actually watched this one first. Okay. Uh well I love how it's um it was like a horror movie, for one. The dialogue was pretty limited. Yeah. They're showing most of what's going Definitely. on. Um, and I'm kind of like nice pacing to it. Yeah, and uh, it's te- I think it's like terrifying. Yeah. Like the the creatures that they create are so unassuming, yeah. but so fucking deadly. And like one of the yeah one absolutely. of the um one of the one of the ways that like a great like uh, acting and filmmaking technique uh, of really showing how dangerous or how bad something is is the is the actors response yeah and um ben kingsley like if you've ever seen sexy beast yeah oh yeah which is Love one it. of ben kingsley Love the anti gandhi one of his best roles yeah. um he's i mean he even credits the other actors in that film as saying like the one like half of my job was done already before i even show up yeah. because as soon as they hear my name just the fear that like all those actors are portraying totally so I they think paved the way for him. Yeah, I think like when you first see these scavengers, the three of them, and you know they're you can just sense how scared they are yeah. of these dogs. And then when that dog finally does come out in the warehouse, I mean it's like it yeah. shit like goes downhill so fast. Yeah. I mean they 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 kill off like the two of the people almost right immediately, totally. and it's just her. So I think that puts you in it. Good call. Um, but yeah, now I love the black and white. I mean, I thought it looked great. Yeah, it did. Um, what about the closing shot? Yeah, I like that too. I did too, man. I heard someone talking. I read someone talking shit on that too. Yeah. I was just so like, what I heard about that, which which bothers me. That's where I heard the criticism on it. It just like it, it just how stupid it was to risk your life for something like a teddy bear for your child. And, no. and, and the way I saw about it, I mean. 
how bad must the world be if you're willing to risk literally everything for the comfort, com- you know, comfort and happiness of your child? I mean, what, there well, was such a deep humanity in that, just that shot that came to life. Is it? And I just couldn't help thinking, is it even worth living if you can't put a smile on your kid's face, or or if those simple things in life well, don't exist? Well, I got that. That's what I got. I got that it was somebody's daughter that died. Yes. Oh, yeah. There was more to it. Was it. Someone's, was, was it was someone's daughter sense. that yeah. died when they're talking in the car. Yeah. And they, when they're initially explaining it, they're just like, "We said we promised him we would take care of her." And when they're like, "You really want to do this?" And it's like, "We promised him. We promised yeah. him that we would take care of her." So that, like, if if I'm correct, yeah, that sounds like that was somebody's daughter that died. One of the one of their someone in their 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 crew. And then not the, the daughter. Someone in their crew died. They were going to take care of their someone. Child. Yes, yes. Exactly. And they're risking. It and so they're just like she said. It would help her with the pain. Yes. So all when I was died. thinking it, I That's was true. thinking like he's someone was hurt. They need like morphine or something. So they're they're breaking into a warehouse Definitely. to like get to That's get. That's where they led you. Yeah. Bit. Yeah. But then yeah, I think the I think the uh, the teddy bear thing was fucking was brilliant, deep, man. It was a deep level of humanity. If you ask me, it was. I I, I was. It's I almost gasped a little yeah. bit, was, and, it, and I've spent a lot of time thinking about it. I, I, I think it's great. I think it works good. Um, they closed down the season. Uh, it was a six-episode season uh, with an episode entitled Black Museum. Um, the writer, again, Charlie Booker, directed by Colm McCarthy, who uh, notably, he directed every single episode of season two of Peaky Blinders, a beautiful season. Um, he's also done Sherlock episodes, Doctor Who episodes, a BBC guy, to say the least. Um, and, uh, this episode was almost like three episodes in one. The, uh, Douglas Hodge yeah. plays, plays Rolo Hodge. Uh, oh, that's why I didn't realize that. Uh, but, um, his last name is there, but, uh, who basically narrates it and is telling the story to um, who we think is an unassuming traveler, uh, Letitia Wright, who plays Nish, um, the story of this museum, which houses all these uh, artifacts from um, uh, uh, past... Uh, crimes. Past, yeah, crimes, exactly. So it is, it's, there are three um, pieces to it. One's about, you know... A neurological implant that allows a doctor to feel the pain of others. Uh, there's the second ones are like a transfer of consciousness uh, of a, 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 a comatose wife to um, her husband's brain, and then the third is that uh, imprisoned hologram of Clayton Lee, where they put in that electric chair yeah. simulation. That was some. That third one was the one that really hit me. Yeah, I liked the uh, the doctor one. He did. You know, you want to know something that's, that's crazy. Yeah. This was that was based on a short story by uh, Penn Gillette. You know, who Penn Gillette is. Yeah, yeah. Penn, and Penn Teller. Teller. Well, yeah. I saw. I it's saw. It's entitled Pain Addict. Yeah, I saw. Uh, I think I remember seeing in the credits that he that he was credited as yes. story by or, or yep. written by. But that's, um, that 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 was that one part was Pain Addict was that first part. Yeah, yeah, that one was really cool. That one's fucked up. I mean, yeah. there are. There's already instances of people doing that. Like you hear people that are into self mutilation yeah. for sexual satisfaction. People will like cut off parts of their finger and then like rush themselves to the hospital. There's and like the most extreme of it is like self genital mutilation. Yeah. Which like I was thinking a lot about that when he was that scene where he's just like oh just cutting the fuck out of his face. It was it was. It, 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 <laughs> It was hard not to like grimace intensely. Uh, it was yeah. it was t- it was tough to watch at times. Yeah. And I knew you know you knew he was eventually going to go towards becoming some sort of serial. Actually, I thought they were going to go deeper into the serial killing. He got caught pretty quick getting yeah, off of that yeah. one. Um, but yeah, that one was absolutely intense. Uh, I, I I would say it's the second one. The second part. Didn't really blow my mind. I just the it was when he entered the consciousness. <laughs> yeah, I just kept being like, "Who the fuck would put like be okay with like the consciousness of like? How do you not see that coming? It, it that was, that's going to lead to problems." It was funny because uh, when I was watching it with my girl, we were like, we we're watching it, and then as soon as it happens, I think I'm just like, "Well, this is a fucking <laughs> terrible is, idea." The and idea then ever. like she says it out loud, she's <laughs> just like, "This isn't a good this idea for him to do it." I'm just like, "I'm glad <laughs> we're on the yeah, same page." Exactly. 
it's, that it's, shit isn't ever it's happening. Obviously, the it, and then, but it does turn out uh, fucked up because she she ends up inside that stuffed monkey for for the rest of time. Eternity. Because they, they mentioned how they made it illegal to do leader and that goes back to so, yeah, the fear of being trapped in technology forever that they talk what about. What could you do? Could you destroy the monkey? I don't know. Would that destroy her? I don't know. I right? mean, if you burn it. If you burn it, it's not there anymore so she would. Yeah, right. so eventually. Because it's just like a... It's 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 gotta be a technology, a chip in there. Yeah, she's living in there. So hopefully, at one point, for her sake, she could. I just can't. Man, that's fucked. That up. shit messes me up. That yeah. thought, and they do it so well in the John Hamm episode, the Christmas one. Yeah. And I just that's I don't know why I have such an intense yeah. fear of that that comes out in these. Um, I I guess if I was to give a critique here, and you know, I'm as you, it's obvious how much I love the show. I didn't know if we really needed a self congratulatory episode at this point. Meaning, I love, I love all the Easter eggs throughout the episodes, but it was almost as I thought it was almost a little over. You know, I don't know. I think I'm yeah. This was no, no. This was my least favorite. Yeah, me too, for sure. And once Um, I saw the premise, I thought I'm like, this might be my favorite. mm, But yeah, um, I kind of wasn't. I I wasn't feeling it going into it. Um, There's, I mean, look, it's still like good. Absolutely, it's not bad. Like I said, that third part with the imprisoned. Clayton Lee, who who wasn't really guilty, and just like that revenge thing that took place, I thought that was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. I thought that brought it home for me in a cool way. So that one's kind of got a feel good ending too. It does. She wins three out she of three. Wins. Yeah, and then, and then also, I mean, that is the last one too. So you're kind of you know, if you do do it in order, that's what I did. You do walk away like kind of feeling good about the whole right. thing. And, you know, it's <laughs> it's it's uh, it it was it, I don't know. Great, great front to back. They uh, they crushed it again. Black yeah, Mirror came with it. Yeah, why? Well, I, I keep saying that. There's no like limit now. I think because now it's a. I think it's officially like a hit. Like it's a hit. Um, no question. It's a big deal when the, when it's getting released. Yeah, and people. Are, you know, I, these I find these so enjoyable that like, you know, and I'm not saying like. I think six is a good amount too. Like I, I uh, like when they I do could, that, but but I could I could I, keep going. Forever. I could lock I could lock I could myself just, in my apartment. And that apartment just shows and, how how well of a job they're doing. And it's it's season season four was another great one. And I I like just like as I was saying, I can't wait for the next. I can't. Yeah, 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 yeah for real. Uh, any closing thoughts on the season? Um, yeah, no. I I mean I I've just been. I think it's one of their best. I mean I don't think that they've. I think they're continuing to Charlie Booker's continuing to you know excel. Yeah, and uh, I think like as long as they keep their their staff of writers and technology keeps advancing, totally. like this show could just go on because it's not like it's beholden to uh, a, an actor that you know. Yeah, totally. It's not like it's The Walking Dead where they're trying to like squeeze out as Everything. much of it of it as they can. It's, it, it just they're writing novel stories each and every yeah, time. Yeah, it's episode. got it's got to be super refreshing to like to work on a show like that as yeah. a creator. Yeah, of yeah. it because it, you're kind of the whole. You, I mean, I don't know. I would love to talk to Booker about like what his process is. Absolutely. But, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming he just he just must like. Follow like because if you look at if you look at uh, Metalhead, yeah, like follow Boston Dynamics. Like look at what Boston Dynamics is doing with yep. robotics. It's fucking creepy. Why are they doing this? Why huh? are they creating things? Why are they creating a, a replacement? Ine- Why are they creating things that will kill us? Because it's inevitable. Because if yeah. they don't, someone else will. It, it, it is. It is like the space race. It's like the, each one's going to be competing to have the next robots. And think of the military applications of of having. More robotics and, yeah. and it's all it's all related. It's all scary. Yeah. It all doesn't end well. Yeah. And I think that's what Black Mirror does a good job of showing what can happen if technology goes too far. So uh, thank you all for joining the party. By the way, this is we're off and running now. Um, we already have a bunch more episodes in mind. We have some people we're already geared up to talk to um, that have some deeper insight into some of the crafting, and, and we're just getting a lot of fun. Uh, a fun ahead of us. Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for listening. And I'm assuming if you uh, subscribed because of your initial reaction to the line of "Welcome to the Party, Pal," it's then you have the same love of uh, Die Hard as we do. So we can't wait to get to our uh, Die Hard episode. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, 
Well, it, it might need to be like an annual Christmas episode. It should. I mean, it's just the greatest, greatest Christmas film of all time. Right. So it, it, yeah, revisited. And, oh, Christmas. and and this year it it actually is the thirtieth anniversary. Is it? Because it came out in eighty eight. That's right. So thirty years. All right. That, that's so like, that came out in summer. So uh, that should definitely pop off. Absolutely. A that's, diehard. That, uh, 30th anniversary special. Yeah. And, and then we'll just do a Christmas special just for fun. Yeah, just for the fuck of it. Uh, thanks again, everybody. We'll, we'll see you real soon. Are you a pathetic, worthless pathetic?